But it's now a great pleasure to welcome onto the programme all the way from uh, County Clare, Ger Lockdown. Ger, thank you for joining us. No problem, Nicky. And it was a, not a bad day today, so I take it you, t- you took those beagles out for a good run today. Yeah, they were out for a good run. I, actually, I haven't arrived home yet because, like everybody else, even the, even the dogs were reluctant to go in this evening. So I don't blame I them all back in, but haven't arrived home yet. Yeah, there was a little there was a little bit of sunshine out today, Jer. So I think it's uh, great to get out, isn't it? Yeah, well, not only is it great to get out, but there's a feel of spring about it today, Nicky. When you know, with the times, it has been a long, damp winter, so it's great to get an evening like this. I feel a spring, a bit of optimism about everybody, and a, a bit of a pep in that step, people you meet walking along the road. So very, very much so. General, let's start uh, with uh, last night's All Stars. Um, can Harley, Harley be t- too surprised? I think it was almost, uh, you could get the 15 easily enough. Maybe one or two lads a little bit unlucky, but other than that, it would probably picked itself pretty easily. That's one of the strange things about it this year. You, you really, you know. I think most people would have got at least 14 of them, maybe midfield between Jamie Barron and William O'Donoghue. Yeah. But Limerick had got so many other players. I, I, I don't think anybody has ever got more than nine. So they got nine. They won everything during the year. So they deserve to get that nine. So I, I think it was one of the most predictable all-stars we've had in a long, long time. And as you said, Limerick were the dominant team in 2020. And I uh, suppose it's, uh, they're looking like Kilkenny a few years ago. Now they have to add the titles that Kilkenny won, of course. But they seem to have their whole, uh, the, the physical right. setup there. They look to have all the, all the, uh, the, the, the ducks in a row pretty well there. Well, it, 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 I suppose they haven't the explosiveness of that Kilkenny, that great Kilkenny team, or they haven't the individual quality, but, you know, they're terrifically organised, technically very, very uh, astute. They have stolen the march in a lot of people, and nearly everybody else, in, in terms of strength and conditioning, which is not something you do over two or three years, but they've done over ten years. And that, that youth development that they've had since uh, 2011, it seems to have really, really paid off. And because he was supervised by somebody like Joe, Joe McKenna, and Joe is just meticulous. You know, his attention to detail is incredible, ringing up people. If you're in charge of the 14 team, playing the match, getting a phone call at half time. So that's, that's the kind of attention to detail Joe, uh, Joe brought to us over that 10 year period. And they deserve deservedly now, Nikki. They're reaping the rewards of what they Yeah, your, your colleague Anthony Daly had a part to play in that as well for a period. Yeah, yeah, Dale was there for three years as well. He had a big part to play in it. And I think he saw it firsthand just how... Profe- well, I don't like you in the pro- profession, the word professional. But, but you know, the, the emphasis there was on skill development, physical development, and as well as that educational development. So it was a whole... They, all, they, they brought in all aspects of development for young players. And, you know, you see that now in the, in the, in the type of person they have on the team. And as I say, like, they're reaping the rewards of it. And, you know, if, if you, the funny thing about them, Nicky, is if you saw these fellas play individually in a club match, you wouldn't think very much of them. You know, you, you wouldn't say that they were exceptional players. But when you put them all together, uh, you, uh, you know, through the coaching of Paul Kinnerk, when you put them all together, they look like a, a well-oiled machine. So I think that's terrific credit to John Kiley, Paul Kinnerk, and all the people behind this at a senior level and then the ones down along who developed these all through the years yeah no so doubt just, no, no doubt about that tell me Jar, looking at our own county Kilkenny at the moment there's no doubt that we have uh, we have slipped down the rankings a little bit that's no disrespect to anybody involved with the team at the moment but where are you seeing Kilkenny at this point in time well I have been looking at the minors we'll say the minors under 21 back down through the years you think of when it was a 2016 they were beaten by Westmeath 
and four or five of those on the senior team now. So you begin to say, like, where is the quality that we associate? I mean, I remember being in, in, in at an under-21 final in Nolan Park. I think it was either 2003 or 2004, uh, Nicky. And coming home from that, I said, Kenny are going to take over. You know, Chaffee was on that team. Was a, even Owen Larkin was only a sub on that team. The hammer of the daylight sort of Tipperary in the final. And you could see then that there was a great era coming from Kilkenny for Kilkenny. But if you look over that, our minors and that are under 20 or under 21s over the last number of years, you don't see that type of quality coming through. It's definitely the outset or anywhere. We don't see that individual quality that we, that's synonymous with Kilkenny down through all the decades. And I think it's, that, that, you know, it's no surprise that they're still so reliant on TJ Reid, Richie Hogan, even last year in the Leinster final. And that the young players that you, we that we take it for granted nearly will be coming uh, through in Kilkenny, that the young players with that individual quality to an outsider anyway, Nicky, it just it just doesn't seem that they're there. And, and maybe they are now under under sixteen, seventeen, and it was what I've seen over the last number of years, not alone in terms of their skill, but in terms of their pace. The pace of those minor teams was was, was relatively slow in comparison to the teams we're playing against against the like of Galway. Limerick is under 21. Uh, so I do think that, you know, something has happened in Kilkenny uh, over the last um, seven or eight years that, uh, that has caused them now, that, 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 that right now they're paying for the lack of quality that has come through in the last seven or eight years. What about your old, uh, your old former uh, colleague in St. Pat's in Drumcondor, Brian Cody? How would you assess him now at this stage? He's, he's just got a phenomenal record, but this is certainly a challenging time for him. It's a very challenging time for, for, <coughs> for Brian and for anybody in charge of a, of a Kilkenny team. And I was quite, you know, I, was, I, I said in 2017 after Tipperary, you know, kind of out, tactically outmaneuvering Kilkenny and the All Island in, in 2016, I thought that then it might be a good time for Brian to, to leave it over to somebody else. And the like of TJ Reid, Richie Hogan, Colin Finley might have got a new lease of life with somebody new coming in. But now that Brian has stayed there, I think he's as good as anybody they can have with the quality they have. You know, you, the, the, the fact, the reality, I think, for Kilkenny is the quality is not there that, that was there a decade ago. So, you know, of course. Who you, if, if you haven't got the ammunition, you know, you're not going to win the That's ball. That's true. Would you, uh, would you fancy managing yourself in the current environment? You had a phenomenally successful time with Clare, um, perhaps less so with Galway, if you don't mind me saying so, but yeah. in the current environment now, would you fancy managing there? Because it has moved on phenomenally from your time or the couple of years I was at it as well. Well, I'll tell you, Nicky, if I was in it now, I'd be useless at it, you know, because my methods were totally different to the methods that are there now. Now, it's not a one-man operation. It's not even a three- or four-man operation. It's an it's army. A, a, a 20-man operation, you know, and there are so many aspects to it now for the development of a team and, 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 and the progress and, and to get the confidence of the younger players, you know. Yeah, and you have to be almost a psychologist to work with them. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you have to be... Uh, somebody, a facilitator, I suppose, is the word. That's that, the uh, word, absolutely. Uh, Brian, uh, yeah, Ger, I'm reading the uh, Sunday Independent today and I'm seeing a headline from Dermot Crow. banner in disarray as major issues flagged. Now, I don't want to hog this or anything like that, but as somebody who has such given so much of his time to Claire as a hurler, as a coach, as a manager in so many different guises, it, it must make you uh, sad to see hidings like that appearing in a national paper. Well, in one way, but at the same time, I think everybody, you know, all the people involved in holding in care realize that 
we have fallen so far behind. I mean, you might be concerned that you have fallen behind in Kilkenny, but we have fallen so far behind in Clare. We haven't won another 20, under 21 match for five, a game even for five years. We thought we had some kind of a minor game yesterday. They were annihilated by Cork, who were annihilated by Limerick. So uh, we have no proper structure of development all the way up along. So I think we have, that the problem is we have a board that have been there for a long, long time. Uh, fatigue has set in with them as well. And there's a huge desire among the middle group, we'll say young lads, lads now in their 30s and 40s, for change in Clare and for modernising the whole structure of, the, uh, of holding, especially in Clare. So I think it all stems from that. So hopefully out of all of this and out of all the discussion that will take place around this, I would be very, very hopeful that, that everybody will realise how serious it is and that there will be steps taken to make sure that they are, don't regress back into where they were in the 40s and 50s. So sometimes controversy like that, you know, to now tell it look, you know, you say it is sad to see it in one way, but in another way, it can bring about the change that is very, very necessary. And I'm uh, not interested in names now, but is the leadership in Clare uh, to, to, to drive this change forward? Because I would know the scene fairly well for down there in Clare, and I, I couldn't uh, disagree with anything you're after saying, but is the leadership there to drive knockheads together and people to say, look, we better do this for the betterment of the county and, and park our own ideas for a while? That's the big problem is one of leadership, uh, Nicky. You have, you have leadership that is there now for a long, long time. It's very divisive. And uh, it's it, 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 it really for staying in power for the sake of staying in power rather than for the development of the games in Clare. So, I, you know, change, change always has to come. And people, one of the huge things in the GA is so many of us overstay our welcome. You know, and when you have somebody that's there at the top for 30, 35 years, it's only natural. At the start, they make a massive contribution and are very, very energetic and innovative. But as time goes on, fatigue sets in, and staying in power becomes more important than innovation. So, and when that happens, you know, unrest creeps in among the younger generation, especially. That is what has happened in Clare now. They want change, and they they think that if change doesn't come and come very very soon, we'll disappear uh, fr- from the holding map and regress back into where we were pre pre-the-70s, really, and that's the big fear. The well, that would, be, that would be terrible for the game of hurling because Clare needed. Now, next weekend, the Jay are going to discuss a motion about a black card in hurling uh, where a goal up or scoring opportunity is deprived of a player, and uh, I don't have the full details right in front of me here now, but y- your view on that, Jay, which is, um, uh, what do you think about that um, well, you, introduction you know, to hurling? You know yourself, Nicky, any change in the Jay, especially in hurling, brings about great, great, great controversy and great a great discussion. You remember the Anthony Nash penalty and we all thought that the solution was very simple and the GA came with the proper solution at the end of the day. Now, we all regard now that, you know, tactics are such a huge part of, of hurling nowadays, you know, and with tactics comes the exploitation of every rule, if you can. So, we see people are exploiting the rules that are there, and rightly so, why wouldn't they? And pushing them to the very, very limit. That was always part of hurling. Very much so, yeah. But, but the cynicism that has, you know, the, the, the cynical tackle is bringing down with the player who's in, when, they, when, when, a goal, when a goal threatens. I think everybody realizes now that has to be stopped because goals are drying up, number one. And, you know, the goal, we, you know, hurling is associated with goals and great goals that energizes the whole crowd. So, I think the solution is very, very simple, that 
if it's inside the 21, they're going to, to give a penalty and give the person a black card. I'm in favour of the black card, uh, uh, Nicky, rather than the thin bin. And, you know, I, I think the black card and the penalty, if it's inside the 21, that's where most of the are, are within the, 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 the semicircle, even. You know, if a goal threatens within that area, it should be a penalty and give the person a black card. Sure, I don't think it needs much more beyond that. OK, well, look, before we just let you go, Jerry, because time has caught up on us here, I hope you're, like myself, you're surely looking forward to a bit of action sooner rather than later. Yeah, we're looking forward to action, but, you know, I, I, I think the most important thing is get young people back calling. You yeah. know, the kids at school, Very get them back so. to school, get the young people back calling, get the troubles back calling, and then the county. I think the county is down the line in my in, in my priorities anyway. It's the young, the youth, the clubs, and then the county. That's the way I would look at it. Okay. Ger, look, at, I appreciate you taking time. You Could you stay safe, Ger? We'll, we'll get in touch with you again in a few months' time to get your Thank views you on matters. Yeah. A pleasure Bye-bye. talking to you, Ger, and good luck to you and keep safe. Uh,